Hi, I'm Jen Turner, and I'm a psychic medium. Hi, I'm Nadia Thorman, and I'm like the Ryan Seacrest to her Teresa Caputo. And we're here to have a normal conversation about weird stuff. Welcome to The Soul Spot. Hello, friends. Hello, everybody. Jen, do you like my Christmas decorations? I love them. I love them. You're so far ahead of me, I can't. I mean, listen, if there is ever a time of year to decorate early, it's it's, now. it's this year. Oh, completely. I'm all for it. I just, like, can't do it. I need to, you know me, I need to, like, commit to it to, like, get it all done. Right. In one go. Right lists. Yes, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I'm not prepared to unpack and do and that And I yet. just, like, take everything out at the same time and just see what happens. Yeah. And then I also buy things that I already own. <laughs> There's a lot of that. But guess what? It's all good. (laughs) I love it. No, it does make me so happy. Like, I'm craving all the Christmassy, holiday stuff. And we're going out of town. So when we come back, it'll be, like, game on for Christmas decorations. I'm excited for you guys. Well, you know what, you guys? This is going to be a really fun episode. Yeah, this is like a kind of a take on one that we've already done, but we have way more content to go off of right now. Way more content, and I think the timing is really poignant to talk about manifestation. Yes. Because I think it's really important. We enter 2021 with a new paradigm. Yeah. And we really try to live our best year and our best selves, but also kind of like for the sake of everybody, right? Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. So this episode is all about manifestation. Um, so we have some good kind of like nuggets of, and some advice that I feel like through my readings and through like connecting with spirit that I feel like I can share with everybody. I can't wait. I need all the advice you have got on that. Um, let's do some reading of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this week's reading of the week is with a repeat client that I have, and she comes to me, I would say probably like once a month or so for intuitive readings. And so we've developed a relationship, and she has um, really come a long way in terms of her mindset, her meditation practice, really connecting with herself and her intuition. However, she still has some blocks up when it comes to relationships. So she um, came to me, and she was just kind of like, what are you feeling? What are you picking up? And it was really cool because we got to some like big root causes of things for her. Um, one thing that she had actually never heard of, but it was really cool to come up was imposter syndrome. This is so common. It's Not, so common. I mean, obviously for your readings, but I'm just talking about, I've Everybody. seen it with people in my life with myself included. I feel like it's such a common human condition. It really is. And especially with, I feel like our age, because we're still in that, that mindset of we shouldn't know better, but like we are, you know, it's like we've been in the workforce for a really long time. You actually do know better and you have had relationships for a long time. You do know better, you know? So I think it's this weird thing where it's like, you don't suffer from this when you're in your twenties. No, and I think it's also like you're talking about our demographic. It's yeah. like we're the grown ups. Exactly. So step into that. Yes. But it's like we're still looking for everyone else to tell us mm-hmm. because we still think they know better. Right. And so then we're looking and we're like, well, we are in these like 
big girl jobs or in these marriages or in, you know, being a mom. And it's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like somebody tell me what I need to do. And it's like, Oh no, no, you actually do know better than a lot of people, which is scary Mm -hmm. to think like, Oh shit. Like I know I'm supposed to be the one in charge or I'm the expert in this. This is crazy. And in her situation in particular, it was very work related where it was like, Oh my gosh, like I have been doing this for, you know, 20 years. <laughs> and it's like, wow. And she still feels like she needs to play small. And especially with the male energy mm-hmm. in the work environment is she's kind of scared to assert herself into a position of power. And cause she feels like she's faking it. And it's like, no, you're really not actually like, you know, far more than they do. And you are more experienced. And so just to kind of step into that and gain that confidence, so it's really, it's really interesting. So we, we kind of dug in through that. And then we also uncovered this really cool layer of just kind of where that imposter syndrome like is rooted from. And this feeling of she's, she tends to be a pleaser. She's a two. And so it's like, she just has this kind of like, pleaser. I'm going to help everybody mentality. And what that does is like, it really kind of puts her second all the time and it puts everybody else first. And she, um, she's like, of a different ethnicity. And so we kind of talked about how, because doing this intuitive read, I was like, I know in fourth grade, there would have been something that changed your trajectory. And she was like talking about how she was kind of ridiculed for like what she was wearing Mm. in fourth grade. And like, nobody could say her name correctly. And so it's, it's so fascinating to me of like how our generation, how all of a sudden we feel old, which is Mm -hmm. crazy, but it's like, we're old now. And like when we grew up, there's so many things that we could do could have done a better job at so many people that I do readings with friends and family that I know that were put on diet pills when they were super young Wow! or I mean, right. Like, yeah. do you like, no, it, we did grow up in a different time. And you know, it's, it is amazing to think that your story of, um, you know, this girl and what happened to her in fourth grade, I think those seeds get planted so early Yep. And whether or not you realize them, the things that happened to you in your childhood stay with you. It's kind of a programming, right? Yep. And the first step is recognizing that that's a programming. Yep. That's not who you are. And because of that early programming, you are conditioned to feel these ways or have these emotional reactions to things or not have confidence where you should have all the confidence. Totally. You know, and it it breaks my heart, but it's really good to, you know, when you can acknowledge that, that's when the healing and the growth can begin. Exactly. And it's like, she's in her forties and it's like, this is a big, this is still a really big deal where when you are coming from like a different background or coming from a different ethnicity or a different culture, um, you train yourself to blend in. Mm -hmm. And now at 40 in a career or whatever, you need to stand out. Right. And that's a really, that's a really big like dichotomy within you. Absolutely. Of like, I really just want to play small and blend in because I don't want the attention on me, but here I am in this role and now I need to step into it. So, um, so it was really, really interesting, but I will say like on that, I even told her this, I was like, I do think that it's a different time now where we're so much more aware that like beauty is all shapes and colors. Mm -hmm. And we would never put a child at six years old on a diet pill, you know, like there's so heartbreaking. We would talk to them in such a different way because we understand how damaging those early, like that influence can be in such an early time. So anyways, that was the reading ended up being like a very beautiful one. And I think that it's like the beginning, she's had like a wonderful healing journey 
over the past couple of years, but I think this is putting her, um, even like more on like a fast track way to get there, to kind of like develop that relationship with self and really see herself as like a beautiful being, um, that's really not meant to fit in, right? you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, gosh, in this world, if you can't stand out and be your authentic self and really, um, step into that, you're ne- that's how you shine. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be fulfilled if you're not being your authentic self. And I hope that we are creating a world where that is celebrated more than it's not. Yep. I think we're close. And I'm, optim- sure. I'm optimistic. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like this is a really good segue into manifestation because I feel like, is there an airplane or a helicopter? Is there an earthquake, an airplane? I don't know. It's okay. Um, I feel like this is a really good segue into manifestation because we are going to talk about the ways in which that negative self-talk is so... (laughs) Destructive when you're trying to manifest wonderful things in your life. And yep. the imposter syndrome is definitely way up there. Yeah, that, it's right? huge. So in, in preparing for talking about today's episode, I was doing some reading. I was listening to some podcasts. And I feel like I'm a little green when it comes to manifestation. But I get the gist of it. And I'm really excited to like try to learn more of how I can practice this in a really practical way like in like steps I can take in my everyday life right to like have a habit of manifesting all of these things like attract the practicing the law of attraction all of this stuff yeah so I'm so excited to talk to you and hear what you've been seeing in your readings lately but um one thing that I kept reading about today was just and again kind of goes back to the imposter syndrome there's this huge worthiness component it's huge. Where people just feel like they don't deserve things. Yep. And no matter what that is, whether if it's a relationship, whether it's love, whether it's money, people have attached these narratives around things that they don't feel deserving of. Mm-hmm. And that dictates how their life, you know, manifests. How, yeah. how their life manifests. Yeah. It's fascinating to me because it's so true, but I just, I can't wait to hear like, what your experience has been in the people you've talked to and what you've witnessed with this. I would say, and not to like over-exaggerate here, but like out of all of the readings that I've done, this is the main topic. Wow. Yeah. So this is the main topic. So in what, um, in what aspect is the main topic? So the idea of, of manifesting, because you have to think about the majority of the time when somebody comes to me, it's because they're, a little lost, a little unsure of their direction and like not necessarily in a wonderful place. Right. Right. So the majority of the time, like I would say that manifestation and, and me talking to clients about manifesting is within like, I would say 90% of my readings. Fascinating, but that makes a lot of sense. So, because manifesting can be anything, mm-hmm. it can be manifesting a new job, it can be manifesting a new relationship, a new place, uh, your new self-image, your new like you you create this. So it's just basically attracting 
right? right? And so when you shift it into actually just attracting, it becomes energy. Mm-hmm. And then we can work with that. Okay, this is so good because another thing I was reading about is this fear people have around money, right? Oh, huge. So the fear with money is that it's scarce. And and when you transfer that thought into thinking it's abundant, money just becomes a source of energy, right? Yes. So you can't you can't fear it and you can't see it as intimidating. You have to just see it as a, an exchange of energy and kind of like a neutral, right? That's all it is. And when you do that and you come from a place of neutrality or even like love, right? Mm-hmm. Then that's it attracts that toward you. Absolutely. That, that makes sense. It so, attracts that toward you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you guys all like as if I'm doing a reading on okay, you. I love, okay, I love Okay, I'm going to give you the the juice of what I say to like 90% that of my clients. Sense. So here you go. Okay. Is number 1, what do you want? Mm-hmm. That is there's two main parts of manifesting from what I've learned. Like this is this is Jen Turner. This is not like, you know, out there. Right. <laughs> like, I'm kind of, this is kind of just my own personal philosophy, yeah. right? Um So number one is what do you want? You cannot manifest anything until you know what it is that you want to manifest. So name it and own it. Name it, own it, feel it, right? So you've got to know it. So if I were to say to you, if you were to say, I'm just really hungry, Mm -hmm. right? And I were to say, well, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know. Then it's like, well, then I can't, I can't, you're not going to be satisfied. Right. No matter what comes to you, you're not going to be satisfied. Like, what is it that you want? Right. And it's like, pick it, name it. So you want to move? Where do you want to move? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to move to? What is it? So it's like, be very, very specific. And that's the fun part. Yeah. Like you get to explore, you get to create, you get to feel it all out, try it on for size, like what feels right. Mm-hmm. And when I say, what is it that you want? It means, what is it that you you want Mm -hmm. and not what everybody else wants or or what you should have Mm -hmm. or what you think you should have or what you want on paper. Mm -hmm. It's what do you want? And the quickest way, again, I'm giving you all my secrets right now. The quickest way for you to know what you want is to feel it, not think it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would say to you, what is it that you want? You want a relationship? How do you want to feel in that relationship. I don't want to know what kind of man you want. I don't care about what kind of man you want. Mm-hmm. I want to know how you're going to feel with that man. Right. Okay. I don't care if he's a lawyer or a doctor or a, like, a, I don't know, teacher or a garbage man. Like I, I do not care. What is it that you feel when you're with him? Mm-hmm. You feel attractive. You feel desired. You feel like you're laughing a lot. You feel happy. You feel secure. Like what is the feeling that motivates that desire? Then we can work with that. Right. Cause that's energy. Right. So it's really funny because what you're saying is kind of on track with all the stuff I was reading about money. It's like, the money itself doesn't make you happy. What is it about the money? And most of the time it's freedom. Exactly. So it's like, what does that feel like that freedom? And what does that mean for you? Because if I were to say to you, what is the number that would make you happy? It's irrelevant. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. It's what is it about the money? Mm-hmm. What is it about the abundance? Is mm-hmm. that you can get experiences? Mm-hmm. That you can get a nicer house? You can get a nicer car? Focus on that and that will come. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Like that actually is easy to manifest. You can't just focus in on a number because that doesn't mean anything. Right. So you've got to get to the root of what the feeling is when you're in it. 
And then that's just the energy. So we can work with energy. Energy is easy to work with. That's like the nature of it, right? So when you take all of the like abundance and money and jobs and like people just like killing themselves over like 10 grand more a year, it's like we're doing this wrong, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like not about the number. Mm -hmm. What is it that you want? And then go from there. So the first step is what is it that you want? You've got to know it. You've got to feel it. You've got to own it. And then the second piece to this is you are worthy of it. Right. Feeling that you're worthy of it. Totally. And I mean, this obviously is kind of repetitive of what you're saying, but um, also like the language we use is really important, right? Yeah. And this kind of goes back to all of the law of attraction stuff. But when you're thinking about these things, it can't be, I hope this happens. It has to be, I know this will happen. It's happening. It's happening. Right. Right. So it's not future. It's It's present. It's It's not out of reach. It's already taking place. Right. So I think I've shared with you guys before, but I used to have like a lot of weird money stuff because um, I was always really scared that it would be gone. I always had a really unhealthy relationship with money. If I had too much money, I would feel guilty. And if I didn't have enough, then I would feel terrible. So it's like, I didn't know that balance, you know, but it's energy. And we talk about high energy and low energy a lot. And this is again, something that comes up in my readings all the time. So if you guys have done, this is all very familiar with my clients, but there's high energy and low energy. I'll give you an example. I had a client who wanted to purchase a house in Arrowhead with her husband. Okay. Or Big Bear or something like that, like a second home. Mm -hmm. And she was like really kind of nervous. She feels guilty. Like she shouldn't want that. Okay, like who is she to want a second home? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, that's low energy stuff. So it's like, who am I to want a second home? Who am I like, why would I be deserving of that? Why would I? And it's like, that's all kind of terrible energy around, around manifesting. So I told her like, this is just an example, right? But this happens in relationships, careers, everything. But I said, if you go in to your husband and say, I know this is so crazy. And I know that like, I know we probably can't afford it. And I know it's like, so out there and it's just like pie in the sky. But I was just thinking maybe one day we could maybe like look for a house in Lake Arrowhead or like Big Bear. It's never, ever going to happen. But if you go in and say like, Hey, I've got this idea where we can create family memories forever right? and like generation after generation. And I want, I cannot wait to relive this with my kids. And we can invest in real estate and make some money and from that. Make some money and it's yeah. going to be so much fun mm-hmm. and we're going to start looking for houses. Mm-hmm. Like that is a message you would buy onto. Right. And so does the universe. So it's like the momentum is now moving in your favor and that's high energy versus low energy. And we can do it all day long with a million different examples of the difference between high energy and low energy. And as females, whether we like it or not, we really do control that in a lot of ways. And I think females are the most guilty of having this false narrative that they're not deserving. And I see it all the time, six ways from Sunday with all my mom friends People who feel like they don't deserve a break. I mean, I do it too, but it's like, I don't deserve this, or I feel guilty because this t- me takes, or working moms, this takes me away from my kids, yes. and this is my time with my kids, so if I do have this hour for myself, mm-hmm. which what would you really be doing with, with that hour anyways, right? It's like, you create this whole narrative about feeling guilty about anything that's in the realm of self-love, self-care, 
all of these things that are really crucial right. to your emotional well-being. But we do it all the time. And I think a lot of it is that, it's, I'm going to go back to that programming. We do it subconsciously. We don't realize we're doing it. But there's a lot of those um, subconscious programs that have been built into us for a long time. So I think a really good exercise would be figuring out what your programs are, right? Mm-hmm. And deconstructing that. Yeah, and and the number one thing, it goes back to every single time, is what do you want? Mm -hmm. Because if you want to be a stay-at-home mom, like, by all means, do it. Mm -hmm. Like, go for it. Go crazy. And then don't beat yourself up Mm -hmm. about not wanting to work for that hour. Right. Right? Because that's you, too. Like, you deserve that option as well. Or if you're going to work you know, whatever, vice versa, then don't beat yourself up about that. But like, know to your core what it is that you want. Yeah. And that, right. This isn't for anyone else or what you're supposed to do. Yes. Because we always do that. Whether, I mean, listen, nobody's perfect. And even if you're kind of enlightened on this stuff, it's still hard. Yeah. It's really hard to just be true to your gut, your core and be, you know, honoring these things that you deserve, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I did, I mean, personally, when I was like struggling with the financial stuff, you know, and I knew that it was a mindset. I knew it was a spiritual shift. I knew that I had to like really do the work energetically. And when I say spiritual, I don't mean it necessarily in the sense of my relationship with God, but I do mean it in the sense of energetically. So I knew energetically I was blocking so much coming to me. And like one thing, you know, relationships in my life have always come easy. Money has always been hard. And so I'm like, I need to remove this block. And I said my affirmations, which were like incredibly cheesy, but I said them every single day in the shower until a weird shift takes place to where you're saying the words and saying the words and it feels totally fake and it feels like disingenuine. And then all of a sudden it feels real. And then all of a sudden you believe it. And then all of a sudden you can't imagine that you ever thought differently. That is a really good thing for people to hear myself included. Like keep saying it until, until you believe it, keep going. And it's not in your mind. It's in your energy body. So it's like, not just like, I, like this was so long ago, but like my affirmations were like, I'm worthy of money that what I, money comes easily to me and that I can hold on to it easily. That like money, so something like that. Um, but it was like pretty long. And so I was like, okay, so I like wrote it out and then I would say it every day in the shower and I did it. I did it longer than 40 days. They say 40 days, but I did it for like six months, I think. Yeah. And, um, and so I would do it and then all of a sudden it just became, that's what it was. And it was like, why am I feeling guilty if this company is giving me more money? Right. Like, why would I, why, what in the world would I feel guilty about? Right. And it also is, it goes back to the imposter syndrome. It goes back to everything. But so many people, I say this in so many of my readings. Again, this is like free advice of readings is that you, um, whatever it is that you want, you want more money. You want to have a wonderful relationship. You want to have kids. You want a new house. You want a second house. You want a third house. There's millions of people out there who have it. Yeah. Right? What are they doing? Why do they deserve it more than you? Like, there's millions of people who already are doing this all the time. You are worthy of it. You deserve it. You just need to know what it is. Right. And then realize you're worthy of it. But but honestly, the first one is harder than the second one. 
knowing what it is you want is harder than thinking you're worthy of it. Because especially as a female, people can't answer that question when I ask them. That's so interesting because I feel like it's it's not an easy answer, right? Because I feel like surface on on the surface, and especially because I'm an Enneagram Seven. Oh, I know what I want. I want all of these things, and there's all of these in my mind. I think about all of these career possibilities or goals or life trajectories. But if I really sit with what I want. Mm-hmm. what I really want, what aligns with my soul, my lifestyle, my family, right. that's a different answer. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's not surface. That's the whole thing is that it's like, I always give the example of, you know, like I'm a mom, I have two kids. Like if somebody were to pull up and give me, like offer me like a free Ferrari, it's like, I don't, I don't want, I like, I, I don't, don't want, I don't want that. Like, right. that's not for me. I, I want like an SUV so I can like lug my kids stuff, you know, it's like what, what on paper looks shiny and perfect and wonderful for some person, for some people isn't for you. Right. So align it with yourself of like, what is it that you want? And we can do this game all day long. It's like, you want a new job. What do you want in your new job? Mm-hmm. What is it that you want? You want more creativity, you want more freedom, you want a better team, mm-hmm. you want like more money, you want to work from home. Like, what is it that you want? And so many people can't answer that. They just know they're unhappy. Right. So it's like play the game and do the work of really discovering and write and think about it and meditate on it and take baths about it and do all of the work of what it is that you want. And you're going to realize that the, the image you had from the beginning may be different than what you feel in your soul. Well, I love all of this. And I think it's really motivating and inspiring everyone going into the new year because this is like an automatic paradigm reset we get to have there's a lot of symbolism in a new year 100 percent. and i feel like i hope everyone can take this holiday break if you have time off if you have days where you get to be lazy enjoy it and meditate on that and like you know explore what makes your soul happy and your heart happy yeah and sit on that because I feel like that's so hopeful and inspiring. Like hearing this makes me really excited for the new year, to be honest. Yay. You know what I mean? I have one other thing. Sorry, I know you're like no. wrapping up, but I've got no. like one just, other thing that, yeah, I, yeah. that I need to share. Share away. I'm like, I would totally regret it if I didn't share this other tip. So step one, know what you want. Step two, know that you're worthy of it. But you also need to... Um, to manifest, to start the manifestation process is to actually feel it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I will say feel like, what is it that you want to feel when you're in a relationship? So you can kind of name that and that's step one. And that's wonderful. You want to feel like desired or beautiful or taken care of, whatever. Wonderful. Then the next part of starting the manifestation process is to actually feel it already. Even before it comes, start feeling it. So would you suggest doing like a meditation with that feeling? It's a good place to start. Okay. And then all throughout the day, feel it as much as you can. Okay. So for example, um, you want a promotion. Mm -hmm. What would it feel like 
to have that promotion. This is energy. This is not like psychology, right? This is like energetic work. So it's like, what does it feel like to have that promotion? So like sit in the shoes of a powerful boss bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever the promotion is, you know, or it's like, or you want to quit and become a painter. What does that feel like? What does that painter life feel like? Put that on energetically. Like, try that on energetically, and the universe will align. Like, you are going to attract that of which a successful artist attracts, or that of which, like, a boss bitch attracts. Like, you are going to start attracting it, and you have to feel it. And I'll give you, like, a very kind of literal example of this, is that um, I think you know that, like, this past summer during quarantine, we put in the pool. Okay, that was, like, our big thing, which I never could have imagined in a million years that we would... It is a beautiful pool. Thank you. It is, but it's, like, never in a million years would I have thought I was worthy of that, would I have thought whatever. But I literally went into Dave and I said like babe I think it's time it would be so much fun if we had a pool out here for the kids like they're at the perfect ages now high vibrations right Mm -hmm. and he met me at that high vibration of like yes like I'm down totally game for it it's like perfect let's like come up with the plan and do it I knew I had to go out there and this is crazy you guys but I know the way that this works is that I went out there and I felt the water every day really every day I went out and I felt the water love it because it was getting the universe and the energy behind me mm-hmm. to where it wasn't surprising anymore to where the more I practiced that the more it didn't feel like I didn't deserve it mm-hmm. it already felt part of me right right so it was like just the next step exactly and I know that's really like a literal example but I just wanted to share that because it's coming in with the high vibration knowing exactly what you want feeling like you're deserving of it and one tip to know that you feel like to feel that you're deserving of it is to just already act as if, and it goes back to the whole, like fake it till you make it right. Because you're aligning the energy and that's why that works. Right. No, this is great advice and I love all of it. And I feel like it's really practical. Right. So you guys, I hope you took notes. (laughs) I think you have three steps. (laughs) I I think like the third one's like a little iffy, but you know, no, I love it so much. Um, All right, you guys, we're going to do some reading of, not reading of the week. What am I saying? Um, Ask the medium. (laughs) (laughs) What what show is this? We're going to do some ask the medium. You've sent your burning questions and Jen's here to answer. Okay. Our first question comes to us from Jessica in Las Vegas. And she asks, what do you do if you are out and feel spirit? Do you always engage or can you ignore it? I ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think it's a really good question. Um, I try to ignore it the the best that I can unless it's, um, unless I'm really being called, unless I feel like the, the person, um, is really receptive to it or the message is super important. Um, or if you're getting a massage and the person's father is there (laughs) very specifically on a motorcycle. And then she Teresa Caputo's it. Sometimes you can't help it and you just need, you feel compelled to share those messages with your massage therapist, but sometimes you can ignore it. And that's yeah. what I was just doing. <laughs> just keep it for later, right? 
save it for later. Yeah, I mean, if it's gonna, if you can do it, but sometimes if it's for strangers or whatever, like it just depends. It really does depend on the circumstance. Like I wouldn't recommend going around giving readings to people. Right. Um, I think sometimes if it's like a one-on-one situation and you do feel like the energy is really open and safe, then you can engage. Um, but I would recommend like keeping it to where there's like your, your office hours, right? Save it. Yeah. Save it for your office hours. I feel you. Okay. Our next question comes to us from Janet in Palm Desert. And she asks, I have been struggling with finances for a long time. I've started looking into think I've started looking to think more positively and change my mindset. Do you believe in past life connection with money? If so, how can I remove this? Well, this is very poignant. Yeah. Um, well, I hope you liked this episode. I would definitely um, practice everything that we spoke about today. I do believe in past life stuff. I think that there's a lot of connections, especially with finances with that. Um, I think several of us like took vows of poverty in our previous <laughs> lives, and it's like hard to break those. Um, but I think that you, you absolutely can by, um, by energetically shifting it. Nothing is set in stone. You have the power to, um, to recreate and give yourself like a life of abundance. So nothing's written for that. Well, I love that. I hope you guys are inspired to manifest wonderful things filled with love, health, and health and happiness yeah. in 2021. I know I am. I am too. And, you know, we're going to talk to you guys one more time and then we're going to be on a little Christmas break. Yeah. A little holiday break. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> I mean, should I leave this in? Yes, please. please. Um, so we're, we're at the socially awkward part of the evening. <laughs> I was like looking at you like, are you going to keep going? Do I go? I don't know. <laughs> All right. We love you guys so much. Please follow Jen at the.soul.spot. There she is. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's my name at Nadia Thorman. Please subscribe, tell a friend, leave five stars. We love you guys so much. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.